Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad to be with you here. Joel, fresh off his new duties. <laughs> now, man, about wrote reporter about town. Did you wear the little fedora that said press? No, but I tell you what, I, I, I am now the Starful Daily News utility player. Yeah. You're you put Mark me Lemke. in any position. Well, he was just mostly a second baseman. But he could have played other places. I'll tell you who I am. Okay. Martin Prado. All right. I mean, just for the Braves, he was Mr. Everything yeah. back a few years ago. Could have played any position, hit 300. Man, that's who I am. All right, I can live with that. Doesn't I was going to go with Jose Akendo next. Played in all, all positions in one game. Do that, yeah. Uh, well, we're glad you're, you're here with us today on this Wednesday morning. We appreciate it. I uh, appreciate all our listeners, especially those who serve our country, and, of course, those of us who are those of you who are serving us uh, in your own way in, in the medical profession these times. It's just going to keep getting tougher. Appreciate you guys. We're with you the whole way. And since I covered the school board meeting tonight, mm-hmm. some more thanks to some folks. I think it's really cool, these school bus drivers and mm-hmm. every, like driving throughout. I mean, I, I, I covered Starkville, Octibahaw County school board meeting, but this is probably happening in other places. Right. But you got these school bus drivers and, and staff that's driving around giving meals to mm-hmm. kids that may have empty bellies if they, if they didn't gonna, do that. I'm going to step out on a limb here. And again, I don't like going too far down politic road, but... This country the past couple of years has been pretty divided. Pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm being generous. <laughs> maybe it's going to take something like this to get us back together. You know, people are going to try to help each other and try to serve each other as best they can. They're going to be there for their neighbor, I would think. So, you know, I hate that it has to be that way. You wish it could just, you know, be that way all the time. But sometimes in, in great tragedy, you know, people come together. Hope that's the case. Yeah. Well, well I mean, we, we saw that. You know, 19 years ago in the face yeah. of, of the terrorist attacks and stuff. How there were a few days there after that. Yeah. Where maybe weeks where it just seemed like we were all kind of, you know This is going to be months of this because yeah. you know, 9-11 happened and then it was over. This is this is just the beginning. Indefinite. Us. Yeah. I mean, no, no telling how long So we'll see goes. how it goes. All right. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. want to remind you guys that, you know, you don't have to get out of the car to enjoy those products. You can just go to the drive-through, the walk-up window at the University Drive location, or you can buy a gift card and you know come back to to them once we get the all clear, and you can go sit down and enjoy a, a nice hot cup of coffee or a cold, delicious. By the time this all clears up, it'll be ice cream time. It'll be ice cream season, so you can get to a churn and spoon and get what you want there. But remember, just you know, try to keep something going their way as best you can. And those guys are working hard to to make you happy, and we're all you know working together here, so. Give them a uh, give them just run to the drive through and pick up some uh, some strange brew coffee for yourself and your loved ones as soon as you can. Also, want to remind you that you can go to collegecornerstore.com and shop online to keep that social distance away from everybody. But if you do go by the store, they have two locations to serve you in Jackson. Uh, they're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Yeah, I think you know 
my gut pokes out a little bit. Yeah, so I was going to say from where my you might need to back up like five I, more. I'm inches. I'm propping my foot up, and and between that, and, I won't breathe and, too heavily. And your girth, my girth. <laughs> um, we might be a little closer than six feet. So okay, hold on. Luckily, this microphone. Now say that out. Now the the, the, the is it just ear, earbuds? It's come probably out. just our faces need to be six feet. Right. Apart. I'm not going to kiss you or yeah, anything. So we're good. Yeah. So that's that's good to know. Uh, also good to know that College Corner Store ships the the entire uh, store's worth of merchandise, the best selection of MSU merchandise you can find. By the time you, by the time you get back up here in September, and, that, and that's made made official, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, you can have some brand new stuff on your back when you go to College Corner. It is official. Mississippi State uh, learned today, as did every the other member institutions of the SEC. Spring sports are done. That's it. They will the 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 gist of the message is there's going to be no sports. Uh, they, they will revisit on the 15th the idea of practices and meetings and things of that nature. My guess is that's not going to happen at that time, but it is now officially done. There will be no, there will be no athletic events at Mississippi State until the fall. You know, it's funny. We, we were talking about uh, that first game, and I think now that's going to be a huge crowd. I was, there was always going to be a huge crowd with Mike Leach and the excitement, but now it's going to be packed. But what there's always a soccer game and a volleyball game before there's football. Might we see big crowds? <laughs> just people just want to cheer for Mississippi State. So that's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, that, that was made official. No, no real surprise there. The ACC and the SEC were the last holdouts. The ACC went before the SEC. Uh, that actually broke, I think, around two o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. That the uh, the conference was going to move forward to that. Had to be a very tough decision. But I I can't help but think it's the right decision, just because there's just so much uncertainty. Well, you know, when you think about the the CDC guidelines or whatever, and it was what fifty days or something they like it was eight all the weeks, way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all the May way into mid May. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna follow all those guidelines, you can't. And and I, I know that you and I and I mean, pretty much everyone was pretty critical too of the NCAA back a few weeks ago when they went ahead and canceled the College World Series and all that. I mean, in that moment, I still kind of thought this is way too early. But they're going to be right. They would have eventually canceled it anyway. You yeah. Know? I right. mean, it's it, it felt a little premature, to say the least, a week ago. But the the direction all this is trending is that it was absolutely the right call. Um, they just went ahead and got it out of the way. And the SEC, to its credit, and I don't think there's anything wrong with kicking the can down the road a little bit and seeing where things stand, but... Folks, it's obvious at this point that this is something we're going to be dealing with for some time, for a little while now, and um, so I think it is a good call to to go ahead and I mean, people know, athletes know, kids know. I mean, and, and now everything at Mississippi State, anyway, from a student standpoint, is online the rest of the semester. Yeah, and so the the and kids now know commencement's post- been postponed. postponed. So the kids, the athletes, they now know they don't have to worry about getting back for practice or what. Well, I guess tentatively after April fifteenth, there could be some football practice. Although, like yeah. you said, I don't think that's going to happen either. But right. um, everybody kind of knows where things stand now, and I think that's good for everyone. And and we can finally, everybody can just get on board with doing whatever it takes to get back to normal life. And we're just what few days into this i mean you got all things happening i mean I, I saw the city of oxford tonight shutting down restaurants and bars and, and things like that and it's all just drive through takeout I, I would be shocked if it's not like that here in stark vegas very soon um that's just me guessing but that's going to be the case in a lot of places i imagine and uh 
I mean, it, to think there was going to be more SEC sports in this climate that we're in today, I think that was a little bit of a pipe dream anyway, and now, now we know. So it's what it is, and now we can just all look forward to what we hope is a very exciting August yeah. <laughs> in September. Yeah. And then we got one bit of sports news here before we get into the rumblings. Uh, that MSU basketball, two players enter the transfer portal on Tuesday. Uh, freshman guard, now sophomore guard, Devin Butts. And I guess he's a junior now, Prince Adoro. This will be his third school. Uh, transferred from Siena to Mississippi State, now trying to find his way from Mississippi State to somewhere else. Um, Paul Jones, who is, is dialed into MSU basketball, as is probably any of us on the beat, had been telling me for quite a while that, that Butts was probably going to make a the yeah. move. I think Adoro may have caught everybody a little bit off guard. But at the end of the day... State has to find some room. Remember that they have uh, two players coming in already signed, and they have to be one scholarship under this this uh, this winter and spring. And there has been a lot of rumor that they are going to hit the grad transfer market as well, trying to find maybe a you know a, tr- a true point guard or maybe another wing, maybe another big man. I don't know, especially with Aduro gone now. You know, you you lose Datcher, who never gave you anything, but he at least was there in an emergency situation, I guess. Perry, in all likelihood, is gone. So you need to find another four. You do have Tolu Smith, but, I mean, he's unproven. So it yeah. wouldn't hurt to get another guy in there if you can. But those two guys are uh, are gone. We'll wish them well, and we'll see what happens for them. All right, let's move into the rumblings here. That'll be brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who want to remind you that they are uh, delivering, that they are uh, you know, right there for you. Keep that social distance. They'll bring it right out to your car if you order from them. And you can do that when you call 662-418-2021. Or just go online to facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. And you can uh, you can quarantine yourself with USDA Prime Beef, which is, in my opinion, the best way to quarantine yourself, you know, with good food, which is what I would do. And like I said, you know, the well, stress... There, there's no wood. Yeah, you're I right. mean... We're doing it. We're doing it. You're right. You're not. You're not wrong. Uh, not to mention, like I said, if, if the stress of the day is getting to you, if all this is bothering you, they got you taken care of just beyond the steaks. They got full meals up there, ready to go, pre-cooked. All you got to do is heat everything up, and you can be eating some fine, fine food in a matter of moments. This is a local business. You, you know, we're trying to keep some local businesses going here. This is a good example of one. Uh, they have a family that's been around this this area for for many, many years. Local local cattle, locally sourced. Grain fed, processed at Mississippi State, so it's 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 as local as it can be. Help them out and help yourself out to a delicious meal at Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. It is Rumblings Day. Not a whole lot of questions. You think you think that, that all of this has sort of gotten to people and that they're they're just out of out of the uh, out of the loop a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I can speak from my own experience that I'm doing things now that a week ago I wouldn't have been doing. You know, I. I, I quite frankly am enjoying the the good quality time I'm getting with my kids. Um, otherwise, you know, I'd be doing stuff during the day. We'd be recording during the day. Uh, I, I'd have stuff going on during the day. But as it is, it kind of had to rearrange life, you know, because got to keep the kids now. And uh, so doing that, my days are a little busier because when when the kids take their brief naps i gotta get writing in and then when they get up and their mom comes home like today i'm covering a school board meeting and then here i am at night i mean days and i think for everybody or for a lot of folks anyway routines and between the routines changing and the just the dynamics of no sports and what do you ask and thing i I do think it's probably affected our questions a little bit but you know what 
the ones that did give us questions, we're going to give, in the words of Dan Mullen, relentless effort, mm-hmm. maximum great, strain, great, great strain. strain, and uh, yeah, we're going to. I about said win the day, but man, that would have been a go terrible, there. But it, that, that would not have been a good phrase to use. No, no, you would have stolen that from Oregon. We're going to go ahead and size up for our championship rings because we're about to have an award-winning edition there we go. of the Rump. All right, our first questions come to us from uh, Justin Strawn, who is uh, sleeping late today at all the way to 4.50 a.m. President Trump said on Monday that social distancing may need to happen until July or August. If SEC Media Days gets canceled, is that the first sign that the 2020 football season is in jeopardy or at least affected in some way? We talked about this on, uh, on Sports Talk Mississippi on Tuesday, um, and that I seem to be the only one who thinks that, yeah, it might be. Richard thought that you know it probably wouldn't be. But I would say that if, if we're still having problems and we haven't flattened that curve enough in July, it's possible that that first week or two could be affected. I'm, You know me. I'm generally Mr. Optimism. Indeed. In everything that I read, and I've read a lot on this the last week and change, everything that I read, everything that I see, and I, I try and keep my mind clear of the friggin' mess that is cable news that will just try and politic everything to death. I mean, I'm just trying to, in my mind, see the information and the statistics and the... If you just made me guess, I, I lean heavily towards uh, SEC Media Day's not happening. Wow, okay. Or, or, or if it does, it'd be just like strictly a TV event, like people's coaches standing in front of the camera. But who's asking the questions at that point? I don't know. I... I voted in a poll about Major League Baseball on Twitter today. It was asked how many games will the MLB team play. Mm-hmm. I voted for that they won't play a season. The full season. Because, I mean, everything you see... That, that's Justin's next question. Here, you, so. you see scientists saying that the peak of this deal is still like 45 days away or so. Mm-hmm. That's just the peak. Yeah. That's not saying after 45 days it's done. Right. It's saying that is whenever the peak. Yeah. And you're still going to have this like leveling off period and then... Yeah. Man, I don't think – if you made me guess, I don't think SEC Media Days happens. Now, I may be wrong on that, but that's that we'll would – if if I had to bet on it, that's the direction I'd go. It, you know, every time I look at Twitter, something happens and makes it go, wow, it keeps getting realer. Darren Revelle just tweets, Las Vegas casinos will stay open for the next six hours and then are mandated to close for the next month. When Vegas stops taking your money – Thumbs up. You know it's real. They, it would, they would stay open in a volcano – like if if the uh, the volcano at the Mirage turned into a real volcano and just came up out of the ground, they'd still be taking bets. Now they're shutting down. Wow. All right, we will move forward. Do you still think there's a segment of folks in the country that doesn't really? Yes. Think it's yes. that big. Yeah, they, they think it's a hoax. Still, they they do. Yeah. And they, you know, I've never. And those are very scary people. I, I've never thought. And look, I know that. A week or so ago, I made the crack about the map and SEC West holding off coronavirus. I, I know I did that, but I, I at no point thought this thing was a hoax. I also at no point thought it was going to get to this point in this country where we're shutting down, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you'd have told me that a week and a half ago, woo, I'd have told you you were a little bit over, you know, a little exaggerating. But man, I and and had some discussions and things. T- Tonight, talking with some folks just about the supplies that are available in Octibaha County. Should uh, there be a ton of folks severely stricken with 
coronavirus, mm-hmm. it'd be a scary situation. Yeah, because there isn't then enough if it if it got if it got that bad, and it could. <laughs> Uh, based on how it's spreading. So anyway, I, I don't say I'll have to be doom and gloom. Like I said, you know, I'm Mr. Optimism, but right. yeah, it's weird and kind of scary times. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Uh, next question from Justin. I, he's talking to me. Brian has school-aged children. Is the hate at home doing any educational work during this time while schools are out? And if so, how much will you and your wife appreciate people in my line of work when this is all over? Well, I already appreciate it. Teachers. My sister-in-law is a teacher. Uh, I have some other friends that are teachers. So I've never been one of these people who like, you know, you guys have it easy getting three months off at, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people. Uh, they are doing some educational work, obviously, you know, we didn't do it last week cause that was spring break. Yeah. But this week, yeah, we've started them back up on, on some different things. There's one, yeah, everybody has some online courses they can take. And they're both like eighth grade and under, right? Yeah. Breaking news. I think next week, if they're out of school, you're getting a packet. Okay. Yeah. That, you, that coming- you would know these things, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I need a full recap when we get done here. You know, I want my wife will want to know. Uh, I had to stop my social distancing briefly yesterday. A smoke alarm had died, and we didn't have any 9-volt batteries. There was no way on this planet I was listening to a smoke detector beep repeatedly for hours on end. What are your top three non-essential things that would make you stop social distancing? What are the top three... So you're just like I don't need this, but I have to. I can't deal with this right now. I have to. I have to go and go to Walmart or whatever. Mmm. You still got a kid in diapers, but yeah. I guess that's technically that's an essential like that. What would make me just have to go? This as crazy as it sounds, like if I run out of diet, do yeah, I would stop and get a coke. I'm gonna somewhere. have to yeah. stop and yeah. Yeah, I'll take a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I know that's something simple. Yeah. Um, trying to think of something. What what else you got? I'm just trying to think. You know, I mean, you can't really say food because you need food. But so, like, is there a a snack food? Like, oh my god, we're out of pretzels. You know, I, I don't think that I don't think that I would do that. Mm-mm. So I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Ah. Uh. I'll tell you I what, mean, if for some reason the copy of FIFA I have in my PlayStation stopped working, I would go buy another one. Yeah, MLB The Show, me too. I gotta have, I gotta have a game. Um, the toilet paper thing, I mean, was it... That's an essential. You'd have to go find some. Yeah. Isn't toilet paper weird? That there, people are hoarding it? Well, well, the, the hoarding of it's weird, but or just... The concept toilet, of it? The concept of toilet paper is weird. It's, a, it's surprising that the bidet hasn't been more prevalent than it is. Yeah. Because if, I mean... You know, wash it out. If I threw crap on your face, you're not going to get toilet paper. Wow. <laughs> That's a horrible image. There. Well, I'm, you're not going to get toilet paper to wipe it off, are you? No, I'm going to headbutt you. Well, yeah. Then I'm going to have it on you're my face. Your face. And I'm not going to get toilet paper to yeah. wipe it off either. So. I'm going to go get soap and water and... Anyway, yeah. didn't mean to go down that road. It's just, I got you. We had that discussion at the Coleman House the other day. No question from Alexandra Watson. She said, I just listened to yesterday's show. wanted to say thank you for making things feel normal for a little bit. Yeah. Yesterday's show was fun. Maybe we can We're gonna try. do some more like We're that. Got, we got some stuff coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, Ricky Wedgworth says, you have to put Big Ben in that better than category. So we were talking yesterday about the quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott. Obviously better than Dak Prescott. Do you put ben, Big Ben in that? I got to see him Big after. Big Ben right now? He just got injured. I mean, I don't know what, I yeah. don't know what he's going to be like. So, no, I don't. I don't. 
while we're here, two though, years ago or last going into last season, yes. Do we have any Tom Brady to the Bucks questions? Holy cow! I don't know if we do or not, but that's craziness. To see him Tom walk Bay. out, yeah, I, I saw the you trade market. I, I tried. I got it yesterday. <laughs> I want. I want credit for it. That's going to be so odd to see him walk. I got to see him twice. See, I'll see him. I mean, Breeze Brady twice next year. Been wanting it in the Super Bowl for so long, and I'm gonna get it twice next year because he's gonna be in Tampa Bay. It's crazy. Mm. I can't picture Larry Bird anywhere else. I can't picture Big Poppy anywhere else. I cannot picture uh, Tom, Tom Brady. I, it's gonna be really surreal. Yeah, for real. He must have really just been he tired, wanted out, yeah. tired of the situation. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think I don't know if it was just him so much as. I think Belichick was just ready to move on. Maybe. You know? So, all right. So where are we at here? Bridgewater's going to the Panthers. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. But so you got to see him twice a year, too. That, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. Thank God we got a, the easy street in Matt Ryan. Whew. Don't want to feel on the face. I don't have six games against elite quarterbacks. <laughs> Brooks Roberts somewhere foaming at the mouth. His, his eye just twitched involuntarily. <laughs> uh, nomadic Dog wants to know. Does the simple Mike, system Mike Leach is installing give State an advantage if spring training doesn't happen? I think that it, it, I think it, it does. has to, yeah. I think that he said all along that it's very easy to pick up. So I, I, I feel pretty confident that – I don't know if advantage is the right word, but I feel like it won't put them at a disadvantage. Well, you know, something else I was thinking about today, too, with all this, is this is going to give – KJ Costello chance to come in, and there's not going to be any of this Anything, weir- yeah. weirdness of like Schrader and somebody during the spring. Yeah, Schrader looked really good. What yeah, am I doing? Yeah, and then yeah. Costello comes in later and takes. He's you the don't guy. have to worry no, about that no, now. No, I don't guess. So, well, we didn't have to wait long. Hayden Plunkett discussed Tom Brady not returning to New England. It's still an unknown. Which, well, it's not still unknown at this point. Uh, and also, what do you think of the David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins trade? Let's start, we'll start with the second thing there, the latter. That's a dumb trade. I don't understand it at all. Bill Bel- Bill O'Brien, great coach. He is a terrible GM. He makes fantasy trades. He makes the kind of trades that you make in Madden. I mean, when I heard they were getting David Johnson, I was like, "That's a you know, if Johnson can be healthy, that's a good addition to that team." Mm-hmm. And then I found out they're trading their, the bet one of the top three wide receivers in pro football for a running back. I mean, what? <laughs> you know, the Vikings traded Stephon Diggs and got like five picks for him. They didn't even get. They didn't even move into the first round for for DeAndre Hopkins. There are very few trades that are just universally panned. This that, is one. That, one, one, that was one. Of it was so funny yesterday because when they said they were getting David Johnson, people were like, "Oh, that's a good move for the Texans. We'll see how that pans out." And then as soon as you found out who they were trading, it was universally what. <laughs> I must have seen that word what. I mean, you would have thought Steve Austin was going nuts. It was incredible. So, as far as Brady, it's just difficult to wrap your head around. It really is. I thought I thought he would retire a Patriot, and I I don't know that I'm sad about it because I certainly I don't have any emotional attachment to it. I'm not a Colts fan or a Steelers fan who's just been burned by the Patriots so many times. But for me, it's just you know, I saw Montana as a chief, and it didn't really work for me. This is this is going to be even more so, I think. So Man, I'm trying to think twenty yeah. twenty years. He's been with the Pats since I was. 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I couldn't drive when Tom Brady I'm trying to think. Now the, the 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 NFC South plays the AFC West next year. I was wondering if they played the East. That'd have been something. 
but they don't. They play. Uh, they'll play the Raiders. Uh, was it Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, and Chargers? So, all right. Uh, Bo Reinwalt wants to know: Do either of us ever bass fish? Do you fish? I've never been years. a big bass fisher anyway, but I used to do a lot of fishing as a, like a teen and teenagers. A lot's probably not the right way to say it. I used to fish sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't fish it at all. I, I kind of miss years. it. A I would bit. like to, yeah. As the kids get older, that's something I really want. To, yeah, that's a good idea to yeah. to get back into. Right. Brian McDuff says, if you could give any state an extra year of eligibility, who would it be? And what he meant by this is not like any state, any state athlete. I'm sorry. Okay. He didn't mean like on this year's team he's like if they the the year after they were gone if they could have been back for one more year yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. do you have the answer here um i mean there's a bunch to be honest with you um he mentioned tj honore that on the final four team if they had had a true point guard would how, how different would that have been um yeah he, he, he gave me a couple answers here um. Yeah, T.J. Honore or Marcus Grant, or where he said, <sighs> looking at you, know, thinking about this year's women's basketball team, Tierra McCowan could have one more year. Um, for football, was there anybody on like that twenty thirteen Mississippi State that would have made team a huge difference? Could have Gabe Jackson, but I mean, you're, it's a guard, and I mean, yeah. as good as Gabe Jackson was, I don't know if that's the. the I don't know if that he's just a huge. Uh, Difference maker, um, you know. Could if Simmons had been one this year, I don't know. Uh, just trying to think around football. <sighs> you know, going from ninety, uh, you know, two thousand. Yeah, like if Robert Bean, sorry, if Robert Bean had another year, maybe that two thousand football team maybe could have won the West again. You know what the answer here maybe? Go ahead, Chris Stratton, twenty twelve. That's a good one. Was, well, he was a junior though. What was he? A, that, that but he, I mean, if he could have come back, for if he had come back for his neck that next season, he'd have been here for that College World Series run, right? And then you have Graveman and Stratton. You're probably winning the national title, and you already got to the national. That's, that's final a good. That's year. a good answer. That's a good answer there. All right, Arthur Shelby. More frustrating to watch: Joe Moorhead stuck in the mud offense, or Peter Sermon's defense of air defense. If you had to choose one to watch for the next five years, which would it be? I'm going to go. I would rather watch Sermon's defense. Mm-hmm. At least the games are exciting. I'd much rather watch a 45-42 game. Especially Peter Sermon's defense with Mike Leach's offense would be hilarious. Like they, nobody, State would never be off the field. Yeah. Whereas I can't stand you know, a 13-10 game. I don't want to watch that. And, and Sermon's defense at State was paired with an offense that wasn't just completely inept. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had some big games. Yeah. So, like you said, it was... Boy, it was ugly defensively, but mm. it's not like it was just incredibly hard to watch from a things happening standpoint. Yeah, I mean, offenses that can't move the football—it's no fun to watch. No fun to watch. No, especially nowadays. Like twenty years ago, I could watch a thirteen to ten game and be cool with it. Now I, I can't. I can't watch those games. Uh, Dalton Lee says, "Would I rather lick a puddle of bourbon juice on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras season, or just not eat meat for a year?" Well, buddy, if I drink that that juice, I'm gonna die. That's that's got coronavirus to the tenth power, probably sitting in it. So yeah, I'll just not eat meat. Does that mean I can't eat fish? Can I eat shrimp? Yeah, if I can eat fish and shrimp, I'll be fine. Now I'll just eat salads though, rather than I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die. 
I don't want to die. What about you? You with me on this? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather live. Yeah, I'd, yeah, it just seems like an easy choice. Uh, Raleigh Catenhead has a question. What was the more significant win in 2014, the away win at LSU or the home win against Auburn that put us at number one? I mean, you said it, right? Are you are you thinking about disagreeing? Well, I mean, if you if you don't win the game at LSU, the game against Auburn doesn't matter. You're right. I agree with that. But you got to take each game as it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's got it's got to be the one. I mean, you went to number one, so yeah. the The answer is the Auburn game, but you had to win the LSU game right. to have the Auburn game. You so. can't you can't win them all if you don't Unless win the first one. <laughs> they say a wise man once said that. Ryan Nelson, and then he wh- said it again. Then he said it again. Then he said it again. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Nelson says, what movie is made better by its score or soundtrack? Mm-hmm. Y'all one off the top of your head? I got a couple. I like, we talked about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou the other That's day. That's a good I like, choice. I like that soundtrack. That's a good choice, yeah. Uh, Dazed and Confused is a good one. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Singles? In that Gangster's Paradise movie? Is that, that ain't Dazed and Confused. What is, uh, what is Gangster's Paradise, that movie? Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Days and Confuses. I'm sorry. I'm, you're way off, my friend. I was way, way off. All right. Uh, what did I just say? I already heard, I just forgot. Uh, you ever see Singles? Mm-mm. It's got a lot of 90s. It's like came got, out. Like, got a lot of time to watch some of these movies. I've you do. Seen. You do. It's 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 set like right at the birth of grunge. So you got a lot of Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains on the soundtrack. The Twister soundtrack's okay. The Twister soundtrack is good. Um, the Departed soundtrack is good, but that movie is fantastic. It doesn't really matter. Um... I had one more that I was I was thinking of. I don't know. Uh, when I was in high school, some people told their mom they had a virus when they were hungover. What excuse can they say now? Can't can't tell your mom you got a virus. You're going to the doctor. <laughs> uh, I, I would just tell me, you know you ate some bad uh, Chinese food or something. Ah, oh, mom, we went to China Garden and it just it didn't so well just with me. Tell her scared to leave the house. Well, no, because no, he's saying like you're hungover, so you're gonna look, you're gonna look sick. That's true. Sure. So you got just yeah, tell him you ate something bad. Yeah. Uh, salmonella. All right. Ethan Brazil says, "What are the top five video games to get us through this isolation period?" For well, you, it's, it's going to be very different. But for me, number one is MLB yeah. the Show. I'm playing a lot of FIFA. I'm probably going to go back to Red Dead. I might even start over on that. Um, I may go back and play some Batman Arkham. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I wish I have a PS4. I wish they had. I wish I could retro do they, they do it retroly so I could play NCAA. Just get go get fourteen and, and play on that. But I don't have that. I can't. I've I, still I got can't, my PS3. I can't. Well, maybe I should. Yeah. And NCAA. Oh, well. and I know right where it is. So we just need to you know sit six feet apart in the room. If you bring a TV, if you have a spare TV and put it in here, I will just bring my PS3. I have and a spare TV. Up, do you? Yeah. I will bring my PS3 and leave it up here. Oh, because I have my PS4 hooked up. Yeah. I don't have even have my PS3 hooked up. We might we might have to figure something out there. All right, uh, Rob Fuller. I don't think we got to five there, did we? Or maybe we did. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we didn't fully answer your question. Yeah, uh, Rob Fuller. With MSU sports canceled until football season, does it all but guarantee a sellout for the home opener? I think people will be itching to see anything related to MSU athletics after six months left. I agree. I think you'll have a record crowd for that first game, sixty-five thousand plus. You know. It's going to be a pretty spe- – let's assume everything happens as scheduled in the fall. Mm-hmm. And that is the first time. That's going to be a pretty special day to to finally have it back, to finally have organized <laughs> sports at Mississippi State, SEC, whatever, back in action. 
And State may be the first if they – I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure all this is not exactly a priority at the moment, but if they ended up moving that to a Thursday night, State may be one of the first to kind of be back in, in the saddle. So yeah. I, that's going to be a heck of a night. and that's, that, that's one thing that can help pull you through all this is there, it's going to get better, folks. I don't know when, but it will. And that'll be a heck of a day. It will. Uh, give us your predictions where Cam Newton, Phillip Rivers, and Tom Brady will be playing next year. All right, Phillip Rivers is Indianapolis. So I'll predict that. Tom Brady, I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Good call. So, all we, you know, who's left Cam Newton? Chicago. Oh, she's going to give up on Trubisky. I'm, huh? Oh, I, w- I would have given up on Trubisky, yes. So that's where I'm going, Chicago. What do you say? I actually, I like that. Okay. <laughs> I think Chicago or the Chargers are the best bets. Do you get Cam? The Chargers draft sixth. Draft sixth. They could easily get Cam, then draft Justin Herbert to sit behind him, or maybe they get lucky and then the the Dolphins don't do what we all think they're going to do. And the Dolphins are going to take two if he's sitting. I saw a mock draft that had them skipping two. I'd be shocked. They hadn't had him taking Jeff Fakuda, but they just signed a corner, so I don't know. Uh Kent Bontrager. But I hope I got that right. Bunt Rager, Bunt Rager. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm butchering it. Uh, who is your all-time starting five in men's basketball? That's a good question. Dan Pierce out there. He's right? at the five? Okay. I guess. Okay. Um, Who's the four? We'll go We'll go from the front court back. Mm. Really? Is Bailey out on four? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's your four. <laughs> there's your four. It's um, like, what is the hesitation? Who's your three? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm, you're, you're so you'd be so much better at this than, than the three. I. The three should be Dante Jones, even though it's only one year. The guy was incredible. Um, at the two, Daryl Wilson. No, ooh, that's tough between Daryl Wilson and Jeff Malone. Uh that is tough. And Jeff Mullen didn't have when he played there wasn't a three point line. Um I'm gonna go Malone over Super D. It's really close though. And then uh at the point Who was the three? Dante Jones. Dante Jones, that's right. At the point guard. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go Chucky Evans. I don't think I want to go Zimmerman. I don't want to go Timmy Bowers. I don't want to go Jamont. Malik Newton. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. IJ Ready, come on down. No. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I really. If, IJ was always one of my favorite. Guys I liked IJ. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Good kid. I mean, he's not. Not he, a bad he player. Not, he wasn't a bad. But he, yeah. he's not in the he's conversation for the best point guard. I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll go with with uh, with Derek Zimmerman. I can live with that choice. It's a pretty good team. Yeah, you know, I'm winning a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, think about what my, what my bench is: Super D, Lawrence Roberts, Fernando, uh, Reggie Perry. No, <laughs> no, he's not that he's not a good player. No, yeah, this no, not not going to be there. Uh, Bowers would be on the bench for sure. Is Q on the bench. Yes. Who Q could be the three over Dante? To be honest with you, 
Wouldn't be a bad pick. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of good options. Q is a guy that you're going to get to make some choices like that on your own very soon. Yeah, Q is a guy that I I just feel like he is most, so maybe the most underrated athlete underrated in history because of the put on terrible teams. Yeah, yeah. And he was nonchalant, so it's not yeah. like there was any look at me about him. Right. He was just solid. The ginger beard man asks us, uh, more deserving of the Hall of Fame: Will Clark or Dale Murphy? I mean, to me, it's to me, it's Murph. But maybe I'm slanted here. Murph was a three-time MVP, so I mean, there there was a six, five to six-year period that Dale Murphy was the best player in baseball. I love Will Clark, my all-time favorite player. I he's I'm a Giants fan because of him. But I would say Dale Murphy was Murph a three-time MVP or two. Pretty sure he's three. I could be wrong. I was thinking too, but either way, I know he won back to back. I thought he won another one though. Yeah, I, I was thinking that the back to back was it, but I may be wrong on that. And I'm about to see. Yeah, two time MVP. It was just eighty two, eighty three. Okay, I um, thought he won it in eighty seven. Uh, Seven time All Star, two time MVP. Like I said, the, the thing I like about led the Dale league Murphy, in homers twice, led the league in RBIs twice. The thing I like about Murphy that I've always said is that his career is clearly, 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 clearly free of any steroids because he peaked and then he fell off i'll tell you who's a hall of famer over both of them okay two guys and again i'm slanted here um one of them definitely mm-hmm. fred mcgriff mcgriff should be a hall mcgriff of should be a hall of famer yeah. and if you had seven more homers nobody would even discuss it because i think he's sitting on 493 well that's what murphy's problem is too murphy has got uh home runs. he's got 300 and something. 398 if he had two more home runs, he'd be it. Um, and I, I really, this is the controversial one, the hot takey one. Mm-hmm. I think Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I, that's hot takey. Murphy's problem is that he hit two sixty five also for his career. I think now An- part of that is his last uh, in eighty seven he hit two ninety five. He played till ninety three and he hit two twenty six, two twenty eight, two forty five, two thirty two, two sixty six, two fifty two. One sixty one, one forty three. I, I mean, think. Just, the, I think the end of his career, he retired about five years too late. I think Murph and Andrew both get penalized because of what happened at the end of their careers. Probably, yeah, probably so. Murphy was the eleventh in the MVP uh, in uh, in eighty seven. I thought he was, I thought he won it that year. He had two ninety five, forty four home runs, one hundred and five RBI. He walked one hundred and fifteen times. 29 of those. Before there was Bonds, there was the Murph. He got 29 intentional walks that year. Slugged 477. His OPS was 824. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He slugged 580 that year. His OPS was 997. Jeez. That's a big year to finish 11th. Who was the MVP that year? Is that Andre Dawson, I think? 87. Yeah, Andre Dawson. Yeah. I'm down the Andrew Jones hole over here. He hit 434 homers. He won the Gold Glove Award 10 times. Good player, straight. Good player. I'm not. I'm a great player, but I don't know. Uh, what do I always say about the Hall of Fame? Right. If my first instinct isn't obviously yes, you're a Hall of Famer. You're not a Hall of Famer. Well, my first instinct, with Will Clark, is not obvious. Well, Hall then of Famer. there you go. You talk about a loaded. Let's listen to this field for the the '87 MVP. '87 was a great year for baseball. Andre Dawson wins it on a bad Cubs team. He hit 49 home runs with 137 RBI. Uh, Ozzie Smith was second. Jack Clark, 
third. He hit 35 bombs with 106. Tim Wallach, fourth, 26 for 123. Will Clark was fifth that year, 35 home runs, 91 RBI. A lot of power this year. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry, 39 for 104, was the sixth place. Then you got Reigns. Tim Reigns at 330. Tony Gwynn hit 370. Eric Davis, 37 home runs, 100 RBI. Howard Johnson, 36 home runs, 99 RBI. Murphy had 44 and 105. And then down the list, Mike Schmidt. No, sorry, Juan. Remember Juan Samuel? Yeah. 28 and 100. Schmidt had 100, had 35 and 113. And then Pedro Guerrero, 27 and 89. That's a ton of power. <laughs> That's just the NL. You know, that's also the year you know, McGuire was a rookie that year and hit 49. Did he win the MVP? No, George, George Bell won the MVP at 47. Oh, I love talking baseball and just hearing you talk about baseball. Just These numbers are crazy. I mean, you think about how many runs are getting scored these days, but look at some of these numbers. The top of the top uh, 10, or tip top 10 for the MVP in uh, the AL, one, two, three, four. Six of them were over 100 RBI, and one had 99. Your boy, Kirby Puckett. Your favorite player of all time. Man. So. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Let's not, let's not do that to yourself. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mormon wants our top five movie quotes of all time. I mean, come on, man. That's a whole show. Top five movie quotes? Let's see. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse is in there for me. Um... One of, my, one of my favorite quotes in Star Wars is in The Empire Strikes Back where Leia says, I love you, and Han just looks at her and goes, I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, I mean, I, I could give you like eight from Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> that's way too hard. I can't do it. What's your most quotable movie? Because for, for me, it's either Forrest Gump or Dumb and Dumber. I could go through those movies basically in, Smokey in, from and the beginning Bandit, to end. Um. Uh, the Godfather. Um, Major League has a ton, like yeah. we discussed the other day. Um, Dumb and Dumber is a good one. I don't know. Smoking the Bandit might be the most quotable movie ever. I mean, hold up on the car wash, there, gentlemen. I've, I've multiple times expressed my uh, adoration for Forrest Gump. Yeah. And so I guess I, I would go, I mean, stupid is as stupid does is somewhere on that, that list. That's a good one. Uh, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I, I could pick several yeah, from from that movie. That's a good one. Um, yeah. So yeah. Keep All right. Uh, what we got here? Justin Cox wants to know: Have we ever seen Judas as Jericho walks out? I have. I did it when yeah. we were there. <laughs> sure have done it live. Yeah. Uh, have you found yourself doing random things since there are no sports? I have not. I pretty much am doing the same stuff I do. I do on my days off. I'm just, I'm wondering when that's going to get old. <sighs> I'll be at GameStop soon. I can feel it. I'm going to have to go try something different. I mean, I'm so, <laughs> with two kids, you know, three and a half, almost ones I'm, you know, getting to be close to four. And, uh, you know, I got an almost four-year-old and I got a year and a half-year-old. I mean, there's always, until they go to sleep, it is an active job. Yeah, you're right. Until they're asleep. Yeah. So, I remember if I'm days. home... Then you know I I am actively doing something with them nonstop, and if I'm not home, I'm working, and so really the only 
non-parenting, non-working hours I have is when the kids are asleep. Yeah. A lot of that now, since I have the kids, maybe doing shows with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have just a a load of spare time right now. You know, I'm making squeezing a game of the show uh, during one of their naps and maybe one before I go to bed, that kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Not, not just a... So no, I haven't done a ton of outside-the-box stuff yet. Don't know if I'll have... Ask me here in about a month whenever I'm no longer writing any sports stuff. And no, I don't know if the news will have any more school board meetings for me to cover or not. We'll see. Uh, who would win in a dance-off? Me, you, or Steve Robertson? Well, I'm out because that's one talent well, that I. The do answer not is have. Steve. Steve used to be a dancer. You didn't know this? Like he used to tour with a a band as a dancer. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. It happened, yeah. So Steve's going to win. I'm not making that up. I mean, if I'm lying, it's because he lied, and I don't think he's lying. So I don't think I'm breaking any news here when I say that Steve loves to talk. Yeah. Steve would admit that he loves to talk. Yeah. I don't know that he has ever, through all the... And I've heard many ask, Steve next, tales. Well, come September when we see him again... <laughs> You need to ask him about that. I don't think I've ever heard the Steve is a dancer for a band tale. It's in the it's in the article that Mark Schleyball wrote about him, if you want to look that up. And you know, I probably read that back when all yeah, that was going on, yeah, yeah. but I don't I guess that part didn't stick. Yeah. Andrew Bowie wants to know if summer practices is affected and the country doesn't go back to normal until late July or August, will the NCAA just let teams play as scheduled and start in September, or do you think they will push the season back a month? Maybe cancel non-conference games. It well, certainly wouldn't cancel non-conference games, because how would that work? Yeah. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Uh, I don't think they'll push anything back. I don't think they will. I think, I think they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna try to push ahead at this point. They might. You might have a game without fans a couple weeks, which would be really weird. But, I mean, everything's just so locked in, and those, those TV contracts mean so much. They're going to they're gonna do everything they can to play those games. I dare say, though, if they can't do it in front of fans, they're not going to do it because... Well, that's not where the money is, You can't have one of those guys have it. I mean, I I agree. You can't have have one of the players... Everybody will have to be tested. Everybody who comes into the stadium will have have to have been tested at that point. I mean, and tested that day. Maybe so, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, if, if you test negative during the week, you should be okay. Yeah, I, I, I hopefully just, by August the the curve will have flattened enough that we should be able to do this. Speaking of our good friend and host, he's got some questions for us here, Steve Robertson. When we finally resume a normal life, where will you eat your first meal? Mm. I'm gonna go to Restaurant Tyler and, and and get 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 some food. Just a blue plate or something. No, no, I'm gonna go to dinner. I'm gonna go to dinner. Getting the whole shebang. Chop and some crawfish dip. All good. No, maybe we need to go get a Walter Payton whenever Dave opens. That wouldn't be a bad up. idea either. We had talked about going to Pap's place. We and I, I, I think I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or not. I think I have. I've never been my whole time up here. I hadn't. I, we had talked about doing it, and then all this stuff happened. I don't know if Pap's place is shut down shop or not yet. Well, we can't go in there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, there's going to be a lot of. I was going to say there. This isn't a knock. There's just a lot of elderly people that likes going to Pap's place. There'd be a lot of at risk. Yes, yes. You know, people in the building. How many episodes of Miami Vice have you seen? Um, I'm sure I've you know flipped by it, but as far as like watching an episode of Miami Vice, none. I've watched a, a, quite a few. Uh, which MSU player surpassed your ex- expectations the most? As MSU player 
that surpassed my expectations the most. Right. Uh, I mean, I always liked Dak. I don't know that I thought he was going to be the greatest player in that's, school history. That's the, that's the answer for me. I never thought Dak Prescott was going to be what he became. Yeah. I thought he'd be a good quarterback. I mean, I thought he should have been the starter whenever he was. I never thought that there was going to be a time when, when they recruited Dak Prescott that he was going to be a two-time All-SEC quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever Tyler got hurt that season, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it was readily apparent that the team played better with Dak. Right. And so from then, I was like, yeah, he needs to be the starter, but I would have no. never in a million no. years. You told me he was going to get Heisman votes. Yeah. I wouldn't have bought into that. No. What's your favorite Brian Adams song? Summer '69. I guess. Nice. <laughs> I was gonna go cuts like a knife. That's good. I'm not a child. Uh, and then last, what yeah, movie should we avoid? I, I like Summer '69. I know, it's, a good, against... it's a good song. What movie should we avoid during the pandemic? Outbreak. Uh, Twenty eight days later. Uh, you should probably avoid that. Um, don't World stream War the, Z. Don't stream The Walking Dead. Don't stream The Walking Dead at all. Um, yeah, those those be good good choices there. <laughs> the stand. And you know, I did see. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people's TVs now you can just stream stuff straight to it. But uh, one of the most popular streaming movies right now is like Contagion. Yeah. So it's, everybody's I watching. Thought, it I anyway. just found out Outbreak is on Netflix. Yeah. So, uh, Randy Holloway, where do you see Kylan Hill helping his team the most next season? And what does he have to do in order to be the best back possible in the league system? He's got to catch the football. That's 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 what he he has to do. We know he can run the ball. He he has to make plays in the passing game. If he does that, he'll be just fine. I have no further to add. All right, Let's nothing see nothing further to add. There you go. The Maroons say we haven't heard from Future Brian in a long time. Does this concern present Brian? It does not. I know <laughs> that Future Brian is doing quite well. And just having you know the way that you know Joel has been so kind through the uh, the years to come in after games. There's been no need for Future Brian. So. We've sort of, you know, we've sort of downsized on him a little bit. Of course, this year we won't yeah, need him I don't think all. you've had as many, uh, I don't know what to call them, other than like Bob moments with me where I'm just like, I'm not coming. Yeah, no, that hasn't been usually. At all. Uh, usually we make it work. What is the best meal, app, entree, and dessert that you can create from national chain restaurants only? National chains only. That's tough. Ooh. I'm trying to think. An appetizer, the coconut shrimp would be a good. That's a good choice at Outback. Yeah, the coconut shrimp or the blooming onion, either one. What about the cheese fries, the Aussie cheese fries? That'd be good too. That's 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 where we're going. That's the worst thing to eat in America, by the way. I don't know if you you ever read the book. Don't eat eat this, not that. That is the worst thing you can order. Like it's like five thousand calories. What the cheese fries thing? If you eat the whole order, which nobody would. Yeah. Still, Uh, okay. So what's what's the entree then? An entree from a national chain. Nothing's leaping out to me here. No. There's nothing that, like when we go eat at a chain restaurant, I'm like, I'm getting that. <laughs> like, I, I know when we get there, I'm eating that. Um, Is there a national chain that just uh, has a... I feel like I'm going to stick with Outback and get a steak. Steak, yeah. I feel like we're cheating if we do that. Um, Is there like a, a really good burger is ruth's chris considered a national it chain? is but i mean we're that's sort of a nice restaurant though i, I, I don't think that's what I, I feel like that's the letter of the law but not the spirit of the law yeah so uh so we got to stick with like chili's apple is, there like, is there like a burger <laughs> somewhere that we like maybe um 
I mean, again, I, there there's some that would be fine, but nothing that stands out is yeah. got to have that. I, I knew what the dessert was going to be, but they changed it, and so it's not that anymore. I love at Applebee's the blondie, the blondie, but they changed it. Now it has caramelized apples, and I don't like apples, so they ruined my favorite chain dessert. I can't think of a of, a, of an entree though, so I don't know. That's a good question though. And, and another thing that I'm hindered by is I'm such a man of routine. Yeah. Like if I go to a chain restaurant or something, I'm probably getting something basic, like a a burger, like a burger or a chicken strip platter kind yeah. of thing. Oh, I know the answer. A plate of wings from Twin Peaks. Delicious, I'm sure. Logan Lowry would go. Logan Lowry would be there right now. But that's where he would go to. The by the way, you're you're asking the question like, where are you going to eat first, Steve? Logan Lowry's answer is Hooters. <laughs> He's going to Hooters, and there is no one. doubt. All right. The Maroons also want to know how long until Ole Miss claims a national championship for the 2020 baseball season. Well, you got some douchebag who's already got a tattoo of it. Did you see that? I saw it. Oh my God, these people! Could the Starkville Daily declare state a national champion sure. or something? Why not? Right. Hang the banner. Isn't that what the the banner in Vault Hemingway is like the Oxford Eagle National Championship or something? Yeah, yeah, I believe it's <laughs> really. What is it? No, no lie. I'm not trying to be I, I'm, facetious. I, I, what, what, it, what is? Who 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 granted them that national championship? It's like the Football Writers Association of America or something. It's it's and it, it was done later too. It wasn't done in the, the moment. Peyton Stewart asks, "Would you rather continue not having sports or have the Vandy Whistler sit between both of you in the press box for every game for a year? No sports. <laughs> if I got to suffer like that, everybody's going to suffer. Sitting there in the rather you all suffer than just sitting me in that and Joel. press box in Nashville for that super regional a couple years ago, and he's sitting. Well, I mean, there's two of them, obviously, but the if one of them sit, was if, sitting close enough up that I, it was. It's I w- awful. I don't see how those fans sit beside him. I would put them in the Hell's Gate. I would. I, I would put them to sleep. I couldn't do that. No chance. Let's see here. Uh... <laughs> Stop that. Stop it. Uh, where are we here? Peyton Stewart again. What is one thing you would like to learn or get better at during this time of isolation with not much else going on? I made a New Year's resolution that I have not attended to at all. I want to learn how to make biscuits. I like to eat biscuits. I want to learn how to make biscuits. So now I guess I got time. I'll try making some biscuits. I really do. and I'm saying this on a night when I've done it a little bit. I really would kind of like to branch out a little bit and do some some stuff other than sports. Yeah. With my with writing and covering and because and, and, I don't want to diminish what we do as as people that do this podcast and people that write sports articles and stuff because you you folks love it and honestly I'm honored that all of you take time out of your days to listen to Brian and I be stupid and you know click on articles that i've written i mean you choose to entertain yourself or inform yourself on our work and and that's that's awesome and and i can never thank you enough but then i in the grand scheme of things a lot of the stuff that we talk about and report on as we're kind of seeing you know in these times um they're not life-altering situations you know who's sec we sit here and talk about who's winning ball games and 
why they're winning them and who's going to win championships. I mean, it's just games, you know, at the, at the end of the day. And, and sometimes I think it's pretty – it'd be pretty cool to – I mean, like tonight, I, I was reporting on the Starfield School Board meeting and talking about the the kids in the county that, you know, if they need a meal while schools are out, they can get one. And why I was don't able, you do it then? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But to, to be able to say, oh, by the way, if you didn't get a meal – and you want to receive a meal, the school district wants you to either go to their website or fill out the form or whatever so you can get a meal. I mean, there's a chance that by me tweeting that tonight, there's going to be a kid tomorrow that wouldn't have got a meal that's now going to get a meal. I mean, that that's actually life-changing stuff, you know, when you, when you report that kind of stuff. So I know that's kind of an elementary, but I, I would like to venture into some of those other areas and, I don't know, be a better journalist, be a more well-rounded writer, be able to, to cover any number of, of things. and um, I don't know, because I think some of that has life-altering impacts, whereas, you know, who hit a home run in the ninth inning, it's fun, and it entertains, and people feel good about it, but I don't know that it's life-altering. Right. All right, final question of the day comes to us from Sam Creekmore, who wants us to rank the top 14 college campuses from 14 to 1 in terms of beauty, interest, architecture, and environment. SEC here, I'm guessing. Yes. <laughs> well, I haven't been to everybody. I haven't been to Missouri. I haven't either. Um, I've been to... And I mean, it's like as far as the campuses go, I haven't really... I mean, it's not like I tour them or anything. Like Kentucky's stadium, you don't get to see a whole ton of campus. South Carolina stadium is the same way. Yeah, a lot of times we just go straight to the yeah, stadiums or venues. I mean, I think... And the thing is, to me... There's not a huge gap in any of them. There's not one where I was like, oh, my God, this is just incredible. And the other one where I'm like, I'm in the middle of, you know, Mogadishu or something. So, I mean, I thought that uh, I thought Tennessee's campus looked really nice for the little bit of it that I got to see. I thought Georgia's was Georgia really has nice. a very pretty campus. Um, I thought that uh, Auburn's campus is nice. Alabama's campus is very nice. Uh, State and Ole Miss are about the same to me, you know. Uh, so yeah, I mean I, I can't I hate to not really uh, have an answer, but they're just not that they're just not that different. To I me. haven't walked through Arkansas's campus. Yeah, I haven't either. But their athletic facilities and like that area seems nice. kind of nice to me. They're nice. Yeah, the football stadium there is very. And nice. then they have that practice facility yeah. that's pretty new right there. Texas A and M's football stadium is incredible. Kyle Field is fantastic. The only it only has one downside: they serve Pepsi in the press box. Other than that, though, you know that's the only West school I haven't been to because the you didn't go to A and M this year. No, the that's the right. couple of uh, the couple of times State has went to A and M since I've been on the beat, they didn't. I, I was not sent, yeah. so you know I didn't want to pay maybe, myself. Maybe, maybe in twenty twenty one. Maybe so. Maybe if we're not still social distancing. <laughs> if we're still social distancing in twenty twenty one, I'm not going to be in a good state of mind. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. anyone listening will be. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, back tomorrow. Uh, what we're going to talk about? We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> we'll talk about something, though. I promise you that. Guys, have a great uh, thir- Wednesday. Wednesday, and we'll be back to you with you on Thursday. Somebody made a good point. Sports. The lack of sports is ha- makes me have trouble telling you what day it is. Well, for me, it's different because I mean, church stuff has been canceled. Yeah. So. That that the stuff is, that you mark your calendar that with is, my, is going away. Church stuff is my tent pole for the week, kind of, yeah. because I know what Sunday is, I know what Wednesday is, and 
Yeah. Like, Y'all have church it, tomorrow night? Is it canceled? Yeah, it's canceled. Yeah. Nothing. We'll see how it goes. All right. Have a good one, guys. Talk to you again on Thursday. For Joel Tico, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.